Check, check, check. Uh, it was working a second ago or it just hasn't been working the whole time? Oh, man. User error? God. All right. So uh, three, two, one. This is our second episode of the fourth best podcast in Arsenal podcast. Uh, this is Monty Rossetti and Steve Uwaldi. Yeah. Uh, are you there, Steve? Yeah, I'm here, yep. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, so we are here. If you guys listened to our first one, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate anybody that is uh, following, subscribing to us. Um, so yeah, a few things to talk about uh, in this episode. We're going to talk about the uh, international break, um, and then a little bit of a preview to the game against Bournemouth, and a couple of t- other topics, including uh, Jack Wilshere uh, and what he is pretty much uh, going to be doing with Arsenal for the rest of this year, the last 12 months in this contract. But uh, a quick roundup on the um, international break. There weren't any uh, surprises. Yes. Uh, there weren't any injuries, uh, which is actually surprising. <laughs> That's one surprise. It seems like, um, yeah, exactly. It's a bright note to know that we are going into, uh, what is this, the fourth game of the uh, Premier League. And... Um, we have a fullish squad. I know there was an injury scare with Alexis Sanchez playing for Chile. Uh, he actually didn't play very well uh, from the reports I've seen from Chile. But he uh, had an injury scare with his ankle, I believe it was. But he played the second game. And, uh, I mean, again, typical Alexis Sanchez. What does have to happen to him for him not to play a game? I feel like they would have a broken leg and still play. Uh, yeah, um, I was going to say, he could probably but, be missing two limbs and still play. I think two. I would, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. Maybe, maybe if his dog had the flu. <laughs> maybe, actually, that probably would be the one way to get him. That's like his uh, kryptonite. Yeah. If, uh, if his dog was sick. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so I, I know uh, we had a few of our uh, French contingent uh, playing as well. They had a 4-0 to win against the Netherlands, and they had a, a weird 0-0 to tie to Luxembourg in Luxembourg. Uh, but I know uh, Kalsani was playing there, Giroud, uh, he started as well, and La Cassette came in later. But they they actually looked a lot like Arsenal. They were, there, was, there was a lot of attacking and no finish play. So maybe that was the whole Giroud-La Cassette ideology of Let's be more comfortable to play an Arsenal way. And uh, they did that against Luxembourg. But yeah, uh, we're coming in. We are now focused on Bournemouth. Uh, we have about another month or so until the next international break. So we have a few more games that we can focus on. Steve, what do you think is going to be the, uh, you know, the starting lineup or the, the, the players that we should focus on uh, in this upcoming game against Bournemouth? Uh, for, so for Arsenal, I would think that we're going to stick with the back three. Um, I think it would be okay. foolish after a rough three games to abandon all off-season plans and go back to back four. So I'm going to I'm gonna assume that we're going to stick with the back three. Uh, I would also assume that, and I'm assuming a lot here, <laughs> I'm going to assume that Bellerin <laughs> and Kolasinac are going to play in their usual positions on the right and left wing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also going to assume that Lacazette is going to be playing, uh, starting, starting, not just playing, starting as the, uh, the as the striker, the tip of the spear for the Arsenal attack. Yeah, that is. Is, is it a lot of assuming or is, like wishful yeah, thinking? Yeah, I mean, now that I, I say it out loud, it does kind of feel like I'm <laughs> set up to fall on my face. I'm afraid to see what the what's going to happen in the starting lineup, but yeah. yeah. Well, I'm confident that the lineup that I just 
throughout there. I'm confident that lineup could beat Bournemouth. I don't know what lineup Arsene Wenger is going to yeah. throw out there. <laughs> so Exactly, exactly. So uh, I guess we're, we're all going to find out together. I think with the transfer window closed and all the shenanigans surrounding that, I'd like to think that all the players are settled and they're here. It'll be interesting to see uh, if Mustafi is back in the lineup. I would I would think he'd be back there. So we'll see. We'll see. I would, I would think that all the players know that they are going to be here until at least January and probably longer than that. So... Uh, yeah. Why sit there and sulk and act like a pouty teenager when you can just accept your situation? I'm sorry if you wanted to leave, but you're here now, so let's just make the best of it. Let's just go win the title. So that's why would they sulk? Because they're getting paid millions of dollars <laughs> to play soccer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. they they have no they have no commitment to Arsenal like you and I do. Yeah, no, they they certainly do not. They certainly do not. So that's what I expect. I I will say, yeah. I expect us to win. I'm not sure if it's going to be the uh, the most beautiful game that we've ever seen. I don't know if it's going to be that, but we need that three points. And I do expect yes. for Arsenal to grind out a win at home against a mid-table team like Bournemouth. What? Yes. I don't know. How are you feeling? Um, I don't know. I feel like I can't forget about the last time we played against Bournemouth. Uh, well, at least we played them last year. I think it was around January, and it was at three to three tie. We were down early, and we came back towards the end. Uh, I remember Giroud had that celebration towards the end of the game where everybody else was like telling him, "Why are you celebrating? Uh, <laughs> like we still need to finish this game." Was that the, um, was that the but yeah, post so, scorpion kick celebration? Yeah, it was it was that game, or was that the Crystal Palace game? I, I it was one of those games because it was a series of games where it was way too close against middle mid-level teams and it seemed like all we had was Alexis running around yelling at everybody else to run around uh yeah it was but that, I remember the last time I played them was three to three and it was like we, were, we lost like it was down two zero with like 20 minutes 20 minutes in and we were just wondering what was going on with Arsenal so I don't know what we can expect um from Wenger with a starting 11 I completely agree with you that who knows Monreal might be center forward we don't know um what he's thinking but Looking at Bournemouth's previous three games, um, they well they lost all their games. But it's it's kind of interesting when you look at comparisons. Uh, when you look at at least in the stats, um, comparing Arsenal and Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth, for instance, the first game was against West Bromwich. They lost one to zero. But the possession was it was 72% in favor of Bournemouth. They had 72% of the ball. But they lost, and it's that for me is very Arsenal-esque because you know Arsenal is really good at doing the whole passing and control, 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 and they get no shots on goal. Remember the Liverpool game uh, that we just played, and there was what no, there was zero shots on goal. There was like eight shots in the area, but zero on target. Yeah, so they lost that game one to zero, and then they went on to play against Watford. Uh, they lost to Watford two to zero. Um, Watford's playing some insane soccer. They had that three to three tie against Liverpool earlier, uh, but again they. They had 56% of the uh, possession, Bournemouth, and they still lost 2-0. Uh, they also, uh, Watford had a lot more goals, or a lot more shots taken, so that doesn't say much about Bournemouth's defense, so hopefully we do find a way to crack their defense. Uh, but then afterwards, they had that game against Manchester City. Um, that was a really surprising game because they did start off winning that game. And it was it was played in Bournemouth, so they did have the home uh, field advantage. Uh, Man City did tie it with Gabriel Jesus' goal. And then we all remember in the 97th minute, which was weird because there was only five minutes of extra time. And the last time I did math, seven is more than five. So I don't know how they got two extra minutes, but Man City 
has that luck. Uh, that Sterling <laughs> scored the goal. There was that craziness going on in the crowds, and then Sterling got red carded. Aguero got. Uh, in trouble for pushing a police officer and all this craziness was going on. But Man City pulled out a victory. Uh, so it seems like Bournemouth might be a team that will stick it to the big guns. And I think we like to consider ourselves still big guns. Um, so it will be a very tough game. Um, it, is at, it is at the Emirates, so we do have our home uh, field advantage. Um, but it's going to be a really tight game, especially after the whole debacle of the transfer deadline day. We don't know if players are going to show up for the next at least six months or not. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I predict, and this is going to go on record, I predict an Arsenal win of 2-0. to zero, And the two Ooh. goals will be scored by two players that don't normally score goals. Oh. And I will say, I'm, 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 I'm going to say, because I have a feeling Lacassette's not going to play. I don't know why. But I feel in that Welbeck is going to be there, and I'm going to be mad at 6.30 in the morning when the starting 11 gets announced. I'm feeling it's going to be maybe Shaka or Ramsey scoring a goal, and uh, maybe it'll be a defender off a corner, which we don't get a lot of, oh, but so Bournemouth defense isn't that great. Center back header, perhaps? Yes, center back header, center back header. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting some craziness, but uh, I'm predicting a win. Well, I'll go on a limb and say, since you went on a limb okay. and present, predicted a <laughs> center-back header, I'm going to say, if that yeah. happens, if... I don't, no, you know what? If a center-back scores with his head or his foot, I will pound a beer on the next podcast. Pound a beer on okay. the next podcast. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, that is on the record. Uh, yeah, we are, <laughs> we are an American Arsenal <laughs> podcast, and... What's more American than like drinking crappy beer like in 10 seconds? Of course. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm actually predicting a 2 1 win. I think it's going to be close and it'll come down to a goal in the 80th or later minute by okay. I'm not sure who. Giroud would be too easy mm -hmm. of a guy to pick, um, but. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and say Giroud. But I, I do think it's going to be 1-1 up until the 80th minute. We'll be chewing our fingernails off, sitting on the edge of our seats. <laughs> and uh, and we'll escape. We'll escape with a victory. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, you said you were going to go off on the limb, though. What? what? That <laughs> that was a, much, that's that a typical Arsenal game. Much, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that, no, no, no. I'm going to go out on a limb and pound a beer. That's what I'm going to do. That really isn't much of a limb. Oh, okay, okay. That really right, isn't right. much of a limb either, because if we film this on a Sunday, then that means I'm pounding a beer on a weekend, which sounds like a pretty normal. Yeah, no. That's a pretty normal weekend for me. So. A, uh, hey, man, any excuse to drink a beer. That's cool. <laughs> So, um, um, yeah, yeah. one thing one thing interesting about this matchup is the Jack Wilshere situation, who was at Bournemouth on loan for a full year last season. Mm -hmm. Played for we pointed out that Bournemouth is you know kind of Arsenal esque in their uh, you know the way they attack a game with controlling possession yep. and maybe not <laughs> coming ahead in the scoreline. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I, I, I've heard. Uh, Eddie Howe, the, the manager for Bournemouth, has been linked to uh, to Arsenal in the past. I'm not sure if there's any truth to yep. that or if it's just, you know, more Twitter rumors. Yeah. Um, but back to the Jack Wilshere thing, you know, he's, he's an interesting player. He went to Bournemouth for an entire year to try to reestablish himself as one of the premier midfielders in England, get back in that England squad, and hopefully come back to Arsenal deserving playing time, deserving a spot. Uh, and he hasn't. It didn't really work out for him, let's just say. So now here he is. He's back at Arsenal. Like you said, he's in his last 12 months of his contract. How do you see 
How do you see Jack Wilshere playing into Arsenal's plans this year? Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, it's funny because kind of like what Oxlade-Chamberlain was um, and Theo Walcott, you have this hope that you think that they'll be that X factor for us. Um, and Wilshere, yeah, like you said, he was in Bournemouth last year. And he wasn't a real big role player for the team. Um, hence, they didn't even, you know, really try to keep him on the team and once his loan was done he went back to Arsenal like nothing happened he actually had that injury towards the end of the season uh, in April I believe it was so I feel like he's definitely gonna be on the bench uh, Shaka and Ramsey are our two main center midfielders and one of those two positions would be the position that Wilshire would try to fight for uh, but I honestly I see him the same kind of player that Ramsey is you know kind of a head-on dribbling into the defense and just hoping for the best, kind of like what Oxlade-Chamberlain was doing on the right side or left side, whatever side we had him on. I don't know. I, I really see that he's going to be a player who's going to play the whole season with us, and he's probably not going to stay with us uh, coming next season. Um, yeah, he, he, you know, he'll, he'll grab a few sub-appearances if he can stay healthy, because that's also been a problem of his. Um, like I said, he's coming back from an injury. Um, but I, I, again, I don't see him doing very much for us, which is going to be unfortunate, because just like a lot of all other Arsenal fans, five, six, seven years ago, we had a lot of hope on uh, that part of the British core. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see very much coming out of yeah. Jack Wilshere, unfortunately. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I, I I think he'll have a a couple games where we might think, oh, the the old Jack, you know, the old Jack or the young Jack Wilshire is back, whatever. The Jack Wilshire of old, yeah, is back. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't see him having a huge impact on us this season, which is really kind of sad because if you think about that British core that Arson basically was the demise of Arson Winger. Uh, he he mm -hmm. was by far the most promising of that group. He was. Oh, for sure. He was supposed to be like the the British Messi, the the savior of the the, the English mm -hmm. midfield. And I mean, not only did he not turn into that, I mean, he's turned into a guy that probably, I mean, where's he going to end up when he's done with his Arsenal career? Like at a at a Bournemouth, West Brom type team. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's not going to be playing for any uh, top six team in England. And, no. you know, it's kind of disappointing because if you think about his skill set, and I know he's flawed, but you think about his skill set, he's a better passer than Oxlade-Chamberlain, um, has really good dribbling ability, and, I mean, probably to a fault, the way he dribbles through players. Yeah, I, I think, I believe that that's how, that's, that's con has contributed to a lot of his injury woes, like the fact that he just yeah. just runs right through tackles. Um, mm -hmm. And you know maybe not as maybe not as pacey as as Oxley Chamberlain, but uh, you know a skill set that could definitely you know be a a very very good player. But I, I just feel like his footballing IQ it just hasn't m matured the way you would think it would. Because I think if you look at him as a 17 18 year old uh, breaking into the Arsenal squad, having that great game. Of, game or two against Barcelona he had a had a pretty good season too yep. uh, and everything was looking like oh this is the next big thing um, and he just hasn't yep. really turned into that I mean it, sure injuries have derailed that but I, I just think his footballing IQ hasn't you know I think uh, we've talked about this before I think we kind of compare him a little bit to uh, Santi Cazorla 
and the fact that they're you yeah. know smallish midfielders for the for the size similarities and the position similarities the IQs are just on another level I, I look at Jack Wilshire as as a midfielder um, not as a complete opposite of Mesut Ozil but you know opposite in a lot of important ways uh, I think both guys have a skill set that that can that can dominate and I think Ozil gets a lot of uh, you know gets a lot of slack from fans for you know his lack of fight his lack of body his poor body language yeah. and I think Wilshire yeah. does really well in those aspects like he shows a lot of fight and he does you know he he looks the part on the field uh, but yeah. then you look at you look at the numbers and you look at what each guy does and, and Ozil has been you know one of the top assist leaders in the Premier League since he's been here and he's been uh, chances created one of the top guys and and you look at Wilshire mm-hmm. and like, he hasn't been able to stay on the field but I mean he also hasn't really produced in that aspect either and so I think you know Wilshire looks the part like he you know he's fiery and he's you know he'll, he'll he's quick to jump in a defender's face and you know give him his two cents but uh, when it comes down to footballing and how to you know actually make an impact on the game I think uh you know he's fallen kind of short in that thing and then I, I think as far mm-hmm. as this season goes um He's probably going to get his games in the Carabao Cup and the Europa League, which is, I'm sure, not what he wants to do. And I think he will have a couple yeah. performances that are going to, you know, again, like I said, make us wonder if the old Jack Wilshire is back. Um, but I think on yeah. the whole, I don't think he's going to push his way into too many Premier League starts as long as everybody stays healthy, which is a big if. Um, and I think his... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree that he... he will most likely end up his career kind of like Kieran Gibbs. I mean, he he's only 25, but I feel like we kept saying that, you know, he's only 24, he's only 23. Like for we've been saying that for a while now and he hasn't taken that next step. Um, I completely agree with you that he is I've been somebody who's been vocal about Ozil and his heart and his drive. Uh, but, I mean, Ozil's in a different category because Ozil at least knows how to pass the ball with precision, whereas Wilshire has that real uh, dangerous kind of run at the defense. And, um, yeah, he doesn't know, you know, when to stick his leg out and when not to. And he's paid for that. He's had ankle issues. He's had, yeah, he's, he's had multiple injury problems because of his playing style. And he isn't, because you can say Messi's the same way. For some way, Messi is built differently. Messi is known to be a ragdoll and he can still get up. Whereas Wilshire, there's been plenty of times where we've just seen him kind of you know, walk off the field with his head down because he was injured again. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think his Arsenal career, like you said, is going to go the way of Kieran Gibbs, where it'll just end without much, without much controversy or fanfare. And it's really quite sad for Mm -hmm. a guy with that much, uh, with that much promise. On the bright side, the one, if there is one thing Jack Wilshere. I mean, I know everybody will point to that Barcelona game, but that goal against mm-hmm. Norwich City, if that wasn't peak oh, winger yeah. ball, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. that was, I mean, that was one of the most memorable goals I've seen in a long time from an Arsen, as an Arsenal fan. Well, I think that was one of the reasons why he was uh, trusted so much by Wenger, because let's not forget that Wenger gave him the number 10 jersey, which is a big deal. Um, because Wilshire seemed like it, he fit the mold that Wenger wanted was that that midfielder who, 
you know, it was little passes run into the box. It's kind of what Ramsey does now, too. It's like either pass, 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 get into the box kind of goals. And uh, Wilshire had, you know, w w was one that did a lot of those kinds of plays that were little pass. I know Giroud's really good at that, too, kind of back to the goal, pass, pass, little passes here, and then, you know, drop it off somebody and they rip it into the goal kind of plays. Um, and I think that's the reason why Wenger keeps trusting him, even though, I mean, a few weeks ago, uh, Wilshire was sent off in an under-23s match for a fight that he was uh, part of, which it still shows you, like, has he, he's 25 years old, but is he, has he matured the way he should be? And that's, that for me is going to be a whole other problem with Wilshire, is that I feel like Wilshire still feels like he's entitled to be something more than he actually is. And he hasn't been able to grasp with the, with this, the situation that he's in, that this is his last chance at a top club. And if he doesn't produce, he's going to end up playing for West Bromwich or, or West Ham or Bournemouth, you know, for the rest of his career. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, but I don't think he's going to get in this, the game this Saturday. I don't, I don't see that happening. So we'll have to wait a no, little yeah. bit longer to see how Jack Wilson's 2017-2018 season takes off or doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, he's he's has uh, what was it like some injury or something? I don't know, something's going on, but we'll see um, what happens with him uh, coming up. But yeah, so oh man, I think that's uh, that's pretty much our our roundup for this upcoming game against Bournemouth. Um, I predicted a two-zero. You predicted a tight one-to-one, and then at the end of the game, two-to-one Arsenal win. You also said you're going to pound a beer the next time we do a podcast, though, right? Yeah, if a center back scores. If a center back scores. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> all right, perfect. I'm happy you didn't like say specifically what center back because that's way too no, broad. No, no, I mean, or that's way I, too I specific. We're going to have three of them out there. So you've got three guys that can score a goal <laughs> got, from a set you piece. Really or, want a, you, you just really want a beer, man. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> I don't want to make it something so obscure. Um, like if Czech scores a penalty kick, then I'm going to. No, let's make it something that might actually happen. Exactly, exactly. But knowing Arsenal, it might also not happen. Uh, because when was the last time they scored on a corner kick? Um, or, I mean, there was that, what, Kalisinac goal that he scored. It was like a free kick, though, in the community shield. That was the closest to a, a defender scoring on from a I corner kick. We scored a corner against Leicester, I believe. I'll have to double check that. Oh, it was a. Yeah, you're right. But it was a it was a little ping pong in the in the box. You're right. That and Giroud, that was Giroud's goal. And that's right. That was Giroud's goal. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about like a, a center so, defender yeah, that yeah, scored yeah, a goal last year, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Giroud had that amazing fourth goal uh, that gave us the victory against Leicester there. But hey, maybe that's going to be what's going to happen this time. Honestly, whatever the score is, if it's a victory for Arsenal, I think we'll both be very happy. Um, and then we're going to come back with another podcast afterwards with our review of the game and kind of give a heads up of the Chelsea game coming up after that. But before we get worried about Chelsea, we got to get worried about Bournemouth. Yes, I am worried. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, that is it for our second podcast. Thanks again for uh, listening to us ramble on about what we think was going to happen with Arsenal. Uh, go ahead and check us out on Twitter. Uh, send us some comments. Please don't be mean. Uh, for Steve Uwaldi, this is Monte Rosetti. Thank you so much and have a great day.